Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthigpen. Always excited to be in the place with you. Listen, this has been such a roller coaster of a year with great things and super blue moons and all kinds of stuff just happening in the world around us, both inside our bodies as well as in our families. I know you guys know what I'm talking about, and I'm trying not to go down the rabbit hole of all of the political things that have happened in this world. So today, I want to bring you into your body and really let you focus on yourself with this gorgeous potent human that I have today, I want to introduce you to Annabelle Ullman, co-founder and director of The Healing Company. She is driven by the mission to democratize access to integrated healing. Beginning her journey as a model, and she is gorgeous, y'all, she battled stress-related migraines, finding relief in Eastern medicine. This transformative experience led her to become a certified nutritionist and establish a functional mushroom company. Mushrooms, y'all. Okay. Today, through the healing company, Annabelle and her team aim to amplify the impact of leading healing practices, addressing the global healthcare crisis, and fostering a healthier lifestyle that prevents illness. She also hosts The Healing Hour, a YouTube series dedicated to promoting integrated healing. Today, we're going to sit back and explore healing, harmony, and growth through the eyes of Annabelle as she continues her journey to helping others while creating her own work life and love balance, and also those beautiful, platonic, robust relationships that we get to have when we get those good girlfriends and accountability partners and phenomenal colleagues along the way. Annabelle, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Hi, Nikita. That was such a wonderful introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm great. And I'm You're really looking welcome. forward to our conversation. Yeah, so am I. I mean, I was looking at you professionally stalking, of course, underlying <laughs> professional and seeing all right, seeing all the great work that you guys have done from the major acquisition acquisitions of Deepak Chopra's global wellness company, him, of course, staying on as your chief science advisor um, for the healing company, which obviously just elevates all of the wonderful things that you guys are doing. And what interests me the most was that you're creating this closed loop for wellness. And I don't know if you are in your head a little bit about what that looks for, looks like for the billions of people that you are serving through the process of democratizing the the whole integrated healing service bubble, because it is a bubble. If you don't know where to go, you don't know where to look, you won't be able to get the right functional medicine doctor or whoever it is that you might need for yourself. And I would love for you to share with us a little bit about why you chose to do it this way versus just, you know, acquiring companies and building them into your portfolio and not necessarily making it a shared experience for everyone um, that gets invited into your circle. Yeah, sure. I would love to share about that. So when, as you mentioned, as we founded the healing company, we started with a pretty bold aim, which was to bring integrated healing to the world and help millions of people improve their quality of life. And we were really compelled by the global healthcare crisis um, with a really deep belief that there is a different way um, and one which draws on the conventional medicine and on ancient wisdom to really combine science and nature. Um, 
And I think coming from the pandemic, we realized that so many people were looking for an alternative and looking for a way to really boost their health. And no one really knew where to go. And there was such a lack of trust and uh, a lack of credibility in this space because it's such a huge market, right? Um, yeah. There is not really any place where you can go that really combines it all. Um, and our aim is it really to meet our consumers on their health journey in all parts of it. And um, it's a little bit like how Disney has done it, right? Disney has such an incredible world that they have created. And these kids go into Disney World and every everything about what they need is like catered there. And so we really feel that bringing all these incredible healing products and practices under one umbrella where I as a consumer and I was struggling myself with a lot of ailments and I never knew where to go. And I was doing so much research and I met so many, I was fortunate enough to meet so many incredible people along the way, but I was always looking for this place to just like step in and being taken care of, which means mm -hmm. meeting the people that maybe suffer with the same ailments or have the same issues as I do. Um, knowing that there is a company that has looked into that issue and is able to cater that. And then how can we help these people then stick to this new habit formation? Um, and if you start giving someone a supplement, it's easy, but most of the people take it for a week or two and then they stop because they don't get like involved in this like whole journey. And especially in alternative medicine and looking at ancient wisdom, um, these are things that don't happen overnight. It's not with conventional medicine where you like pop a pill and like in 20 minutes you feel it. It's, it takes like sometimes months or weeks until you feel a change, but it's actually an impactful change. And it's one that lasts. Um, it's not for, it's for the long term. And so how do we keep, keep people engaged? Um, and so we really look into yes, supplements, nutrition, but also into data and diagnostics. So, um, how can you, someone track how their health is uh, being impacted and, and how it's benefiting them? Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And then that obviously having like the education a, and resources as well. Yeah, it's similar as you're explaining it. I'm a very visual person and I'm seeing it in parallel to a healthy relationship, right? It's not fast and furious and you meet someone and you fall in love and the next day you're married and you're, you know, you're off to the world the way allopathic medicine can make you feel when you get that quick shot of an antibiotic and you're like, whoa. In a few hours, you're noticing the difference from whatever your ailment was, but it also has a an opposite effect on you, just like too many antibiotics can ruin your gut health and your microbiome and all the things and can lead to disaster if you're you're doing that too fast and furious, so can the relationship that you jumped in head first without giving it that slow brew, making it a, a new part of your life to be courted, to date, to really see each other. And it's the same with homeopathic, functional and integrative medicine, where it's not fast and furious. It might take a little bit while a little while longer for you to really see the full benefits, but there are very few side effects to something that was slow brewed versus something that you just kind of took a quick shot of. So for yeah. me and my love and think, brain, Annabelle, I'm seeing <laughs> the parallels. 
Yeah, and I think what is important as well is what what we have we, we feel um, that there has to be a much bigger focus on is in today's world people feel like that these diseases that come at age like dementia, Alzheimer's, chronic pains are, are normal, but they're not, um, and we're not to, we're not meant to age in this way, and. And it also doesn't happen overnight. It's it's an accumulation of things that happens in your whole life. And we really see that the healthcare system is not a healthcare system anymore. It's a sick care system, right? It treats the people as soon as they're sick. But why are we not preventing people from even getting to the stage of being sick? And this is where we want to come in, where we educate people and we look at them and we're like, okay, you can change things right now so you don't even end up coming to the stage of feeling horrible or getting these diseases that are seemed that are that seem normal nowadays yeah that makes a lot of sense it's preventative versus reactive which as a trauma specialist and a clinician i'm 100% for because the last thing i want is for someone to come to me literally crawling through the muck and mire of their life versus them walking and, and saying, you know, I want to run now, you know, I want to move into the next level and do something that makes things easier and allows me to create more joy along the way versus I need to pick up all the pieces of this broken glass of self and do all the, the damage repair work. It makes both are both are needed, right? Like both avenues of helping people in those processes with reacting to something that is an infection that came out of nowhere and they need something immediate versus preventing viruses or cancer and some of the other things that can kind of eat you up slowly. So both make a lot of sense to me on multiple levels. And it's a big audacious goal to your point earlier when you first started that you guys, you and your uh, co-founder, took this on as an idea. This is not a small goal, right? Or even a little milestone along the way. This is this is the big thing that you're doing. So I would imagine that your life is deeply impacted by this big work that you're doing on a day-to-day. So how does it look for Annabelle, like looking through your eyes as you journey to maintain your own sanity (laughs) with all the fires that you have to put out and all the things that come along with work and create your own joy and have work-life balance and I dare say love, right? Along the way, what does that look like for you as you grow this business? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting question and one that I've been receiving a lot because obviously, if you look at this company that we're trying to build, we're trying to really build something that is impactful in the entire world and uh, that changes the lives of, of billions of people. And so how do we keep our companies, but our, our own health as a priority always? Um, because when we started the company, me and, and Simon Belsha, my co-founder, we sat together and we, were, we, we said the most important thing, if we start the healing company, is that we embody healing ourselves. And how do we do this? And we're constantly working on it, to be honest, because we are really trying to build a culture in our company and also in the companies that we then acquire where healing is priority, health is priority, and where we never forget that despite everything and our work, we are humans first. And what is it that we need in order to really thrive in our work? 
And yes, there have been times, um, being really honest, where we were not great at it because obviously we've been going through some challenges and trying to build this company. You're in a small company as well. We're pretty small. We're 10 people um, in the in the opco. Um, is, it's not so easy sometimes to really make sure that no one is working too many hours and is maybe going through a period in their life where they're actually not focusing on their personal health. Um, and so looking at the company, we start every mo- every Monday morning, which is our start of week call. We start with a meditation and then we do life goals and then work goals. So we prioritize life before the work. And then we see after sharing it within the team, how can each individual in our team support our team members in order for everyone to be able to keep up with their life goals for that week and work around the work goals. Um, And that's really important. And then we end our week with moments of gratitude where we look back, okay, what in this week have we been really grateful for? And that's like a moment of pause where every one of us is really has like this moment of like settling in and be like, what happened this week? What did we do? What did we achieve? And what are we really grateful for? Um, and it's really beautiful to, to have these moments within the team. Looking at my own personal sanity, <laughs> I am, extru- for me, my mornings are the most important part of the day. Um, I really, I feel it pretty quickly. If I wake up and I'm stressed because I'm running late for something or I have to like, the first thing I just do is like check my emails because I have to get something done. My entire day is led by anxiety. And that's why I really have to take care that my I, I take the time in the mornings to wake up, do my warm water with lemon, which I always have. Um, I go on my yoga mat and depending on how much time I have, I do five to 30 minutes of stretching, breath work, yoga. And then if I have time, I do some kind of training. So either I go for a 20 minute run or I do some weight training. Um, because also muscle building is so, so, so important to longevity and health in general. And I think that's also very underestimated and something I learned in this journey of the healing company. So I'm really implementing to do three to four times a week, um, some, some muscle, muscle training and weight training. And so these are my mornings. And then I tried to open up my phone just after that. Um, I try to keep my phone on flight mode, uh, until then, because to not be like interrupted with all the things going on, um, to really just have this time to be with myself, um, to feel myself, what do I need? And some mornings I don't feel great and I need a little longer time to just like settle in. Some mornings I wake up and I'm super fit and I just do some stretching and like come and I'm ready to go. Um, but I think it's so important to really start every day with tuning into yourself and listening what is your body telling you today? What is it that you need? And um, the structure around that. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, those 
power up and power down routines that kind of book in your day allow you to have some semblance of control when otherwise you would just be reacting, right? Like you would be like the allopathic or Western medicine (laughs) system, right? And you're being proactive by, even if to your point, even if you only have five minutes, you're just making sure you have some control with the way that your day starts and assumably also doing some version of a power down to ease you into a really good night, hopefully good night's sleep. Which brings me to a question around the impact of running this business, having your routines, having to be so regimented and ritualistic, I'll say, in order to do such big things in the world. What's the impact on some of your most profound relationships and how do you nurture them when your your time is such a high value for such a great legacy of work, but you also want to obviously connect in this life with the people and not just romantic partners, but you know, them too, but also like platonic, your girlfriends, right? Your cousins, your, you know, if you have siblings, like how do you nurture those relationships when there's such an impact of not having as much time as someone who would say, you know, maybe work a more traditional schedule? Yeah. I think the biggest issue in my uh, work life is just that I travel a lot and I'm constantly on a plane. I would say I'm never longer in one place than two weeks. So I'm like always on the road. Then obviously there's a lot of time difference happening sometimes. So reaching my family when I'm in the US and they're in Germany, it's always a six hour time difference. It's not easy. But for me, it's interesting. It comes really natural for me that I always check in. And I'm, um, I would say, I need a lot of love. I'm a person, I need a lot of love. And I also give a lot of love. And it's something that um, was always really important to me to use every minute that I have free to spend with my loved ones. And in the evenings, I'm never alone. I really, if I have like a day off, an evening off, I reach out to my friend, to my sister, to my mom, to my dad, to anyone I care about to spend that quality time with them. And it's something that gives me a lot of energy, that nurtures me a lot, and I really need it. I'm someone I need my family and friends more than anything in the world. Um, And so I always try to reach out to my friends. I always try to meet up with them as soon as I'm back in Berlin or with my friends when I'm in New York. Um, I really try to carve out time to do that because I think that, I don't know, the conversations and the love and the energy that I share with friends and family gives me so much. And I've been through a period in my life when I started modeling and I moved to Australia where I was really lonely and I could feel it in my entire body. Like I lost a lot of weight. I got super sad. I had depression. I got really, I had really bad anxiety. And I think it hundred percent, it has to do something with the fact that I was lonely and that I didn't have my friends and family with me. And also spending so much time about in, in like the health and wellness space, um, I obviously also traveled to a blue zone, Ikaria and Greece. And uh, we looked at, okay, why is it that these people get 
uh, over average um, in age than, than everyone else in the world. And I would say that the main factor was community, that they were needed, they had a purpose, they were surrounded by their family and friends, they, they were never alone, never alone. And it's in, I think in many cultures, it actually is like that, that you live with your family and your grandparents in one house. And I think in, in, in today's world, we have kind of normalized it, that we isolate ourselves, that we go home and we close doors and we, we're alone in our rooms. And um, in my family was always an open door policy and my dad really implemented that. So we always had, there were no doors ever locked. And whenever someone wanted to come by, they didn't have to call, they didn't have to ask, they could just come and knock on the door. It was just like this, I think this community and, and being together is something so crucial for our health and well-being that I would, I would say that if there's one thing everyone should do is spend more time with their loved ones. Yeah, completely agreed. It's the quality over the quantity. And I think that's where a lot of um, ambitious humans especially us as women, the overachieving of us, we get so stuck up in the guilt of not having quantity of time because our our purpose work and sometimes our play (laughs) requires a, a larger chunk of it that we forget that the real focus is on the quality. That 10 minutes of active listening, of really being available and fully hearing and appreciating and validating your loved one over a text or a WhatsApp or whatever way that you're able to communicate with them and preferably in person when you can. But that 10 or 20 minutes is, it leaves such a deep ripple inside them when you're fully there versus when you were there for four hours, but you were on your phone, you were task switching, you were constantly talking about five different subjects because you weren't really listening to them. It makes a big difference. And you're, you're in my lane, a hundred percent of understanding that the balance of relationships is you being fully present and knowing and understanding that that is what matters most when you can really truly give yourself to it. And it fuels you for overflow. Like you said, it gives you energy to go in and do your day and finish your work and be more innovative and more available. So thank you so much, Annabelle, for for sharing your heart with us and being vulnerable and honest and strong in really highlighting what matters most as you're out here doing this big, audacious, huge, important legacy work. Um, So that leads me to one of two final quick questions for you. When you are in the middle of a day and you have your own stuff that you have to deal with. Maybe there were some unexpected fires or whatever, work, life, doesn't matter, whatever was happening. How do you give yourself permission to pause in the moment? That's a really interesting question. I think first of all is to really recognize the need. Um, If you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or fatigued, it's clear that your body is giving you a sign that you need to pause because um, obviously we're humans in this fight or flight mode. And back in the days we were in this fight mode when we were chased by a lion. And nowadays we tend to be in a fight mode 24 seven. And so really recognizing the need for it is so important. And then 
accepting that it's okay to pause. And I think that today people are becoming more aware of it and allowing it more. But I think that there's still a lot of people that feel guilty when they're pausing because they're feeling that they're not giving it all and they're not maybe finishing things. But I think pausing is so key in order to do whatever you do in the highest quality. Um, because overworking, you'll never get out the quality of work that you could if you just pause for a second and then refocus on a task. Um, and I think that is like taking the guilt out is really important. Um, and understanding that self care is not something that is selfish, but that it's self preserving. Um, and it's sometimes hard, I know, but I think that it's something if you're able to really accept that and understand that it will change your whole life. Um, and if you're not good at like pausing in the, in the moment, plan for it. Um, schedule sometimes during the weeks uh, for rest and relaxation, um, for long walks, um, being in nature, being present with yourself, um, and also not being a really af not being afraid of communicating boundaries if you need them. 100%. You guys can't see, but Annabelle sees me being like uh, one of those toys that constantly shake their heads, a <laughs> bobblehead. I couldn't think of the name. I'm like, yes to boundaries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's uh, my kids think my favorite word is no. My favorite word is boundaries. My second favorite is no. <laughs> so that's why you see me so animated with it. And I, mm. I agree with much of what you said, except for one uh, small finite thing, because I literally teach people to be intentionally selfish. Um, I think it's the best thing that you can do for yourself by, mm. and it helps you eliminate the guilt, right? When you create that space for yourself by being selfish. I think when your self-care isn't selfish, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you need to own that for yourself and not care that other people are going to have an expectation of you because you know, they're going to expect you to do something their way, one way or another, whether you're giving them your soul or you're taking a moment to breathe, they still have an expectation. Uh, and a lot of it is coming from their own projections of fears and unfulfilled, unrealized dreams, which is a whole different podcast, right? Like that's a whole different episode because <laughs> God knows I can mm. talk about that um, to the cows come home. But thank you. I, 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 <laughs> I appreciate everything that you said. Um, and I think it's a valuable point to make sure that you look at why you as a human, as the listener listening to this, are having such a challenge with giving yourself permission to pause. Like, is it guilt? Is it shame? Is it pure exhaustion? And you can't even think about what to do with the time if you gave it to yourself, like what that looks like. So such good points, Annabelle, that you hit on and inferred to. So my last question for you to honor your time today, because God knows I want to talk to you so much more, is... <laughs> How can people connect with you to learn more about the healing company? Yeah, sure. So um, we're pretty active on our social, on our Instagram channel, which is the heal underscore co. Um, and then on LinkedIn, we're the healing company, um, which we're pretty active on as well. And then personally, 
I am at Bella, B-E-L-L-O-E-L, where I tend to share some of my, my journey in the healing company and my personal health and healing journey as well. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We do have TikTok, but we're not so active on TikTok yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine where you have the time <laughs> on any level, but I'm glad that you gave those and you do. I have all of those listed, including the TikTok that I'm sure Annabelle and her team will share even more stuff with in the, the months to come. Um, unless you're just like me, I just literally held the handle so nobody else could get it. But <laughs> Without being on TikTok at all. I'm just like, I'm at as Nikita everywhere, even though technically that's not true because I'm not really on there. Um, but thank you so much, Annabelle. Do you have any last moment thoughts, string of thoughts that is coming up for you that you would love the ambitious women and those few brave men that listen to the BBP? Anything you want to pour into them before you go? Yeah, two things. So I would love to share that um, I've started my own podcast called The Healing Hour, uh, which is a YouTube interview series um, where I try to amplify the voices of healers and experts and entrepreneurs and pioneers in the world of integrated healing. And with really with the mission to raise awareness and increase education around um, integrated uh, healing practices and products. So I really recommend anyone who is like on their own healing journey, if they want to learn about alternative ways of healing and health and wellness and um, some key aspects about like how sleep affects it um, or your nutrition, um, I am really speaking to incredible people. So um, that could be really interesting and I would love anyone to join. And then really the last thing to conclude all of this is joy is the only measurement of success. So everyone take care of yourself and really focus on having a joyful life and being happy and uh, being present of your personal existence because that's what we have so true and such valuable gems thank you thank you annabelle Balance boldly. Thank you very much, Nikita, for having me. Oh, you're me. welcome. You're welcome. Balance boldly, listeners. I told you guys that in 2023, we were not playing games. We were bringing you potent, beautiful, brilliant humans that are doing greater work and living real lives, like actually having more than just quips and quotes to talk about, but actually living real lives. And you heard it here hopefully first, because, you know, Annabelle does have her own show and does a lot of other interviews, but her vulnerability and her strength and really discussing what matters most in her life. And I know so many of you can relate to it. I know I relate to it very deeply and very strongly as my family is over everything else <laughs> that I have to do. And I'm so grateful to have come into to that space of my own that wasn't the younger version of me when my ambitious was codependent on being busy. And that is no longer a part of my life. And as a balance and relationship advisor, I get to truly walk that out and help other people do the same, especially in their love life. So I'm very excited that we were able to have Annabelle here today. And I would love for you listeners to do me the honor of receiving my ass. If you've been listening to the BBP for a while, you know, I am not shy about asking for anything. I have one crucial ask for you, which is to actually go to the Healing Company website, check it out, look it over, 
and then take that link if it's not for you and share it with someone who needs to see what Annabelle Ullman's company is doing. What is what's going on? How can they help? How can they support? How can they contribute one way or another? The second thing I have to ask of you today is very simple. If you're not already a subscriber of the Balance Bully podcast, please do so. <laughs> Make sure that you get all of the notifications because we are here weekly, every single week. And unless we're sharing a People's Choice Award show, a replay of like highly downloaded, highly rated show, this is literally happening every week for the last four and a half, almost five years now. Actually longer since the end of 2016. I can't count. See what happens when you don't have enough tea in the morning. It's been a long time and I'm very excited about it. So I want you to continue to help us grow by making sure you subscribe. So those two things, go over to The Healing Company and make sure that you subscribe to the show. Until next time, I want you to enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly.